millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm taking you to Rebel Headquarters. I'm taking you to find Saw. I'm taking you to the Death Star. I'm taking you out to lunch. I completely forgot why we came here. That's right, lunch. Hello there. This is the 200th episode of the Belugadins podcast. Wow, we're at 200 now. Yeah, and just like 100, um, it's not going to be much different to the to the regular episodes. Um, uh, one thing I would just just one thing I thought that I would just bring up, um, not just because it's the 200th episode, but th- this is something that occurred. Um, since the previous episode uh, dropped, um, I lost a friend, so I, I thought I'd dedicate this to my friend Richie, um, and I, I don't think I got to know him as well as I would have liked. Um, I, I met him in 2013, and uh, we, we worked together we on this temp job that I, that was, I got through an agency, and yeah, at that time I was having a lot of difficulty working out what I was going to do with my life, and I was going through quite a lot of stress and um I was quite nervous on my first day working at this place but um the first person that I met he was right there waiting at the door um lovely person he introduced himself got to know Richie and we worked together we did a lot of teamwork at that place and um he made things a lot more bearable for me I think um and yeah, it was just it was just a short time. It was quite brief, but yeah, we we kind of kept in touch on Facebook for a bit. Then we we didn't really do much. We we didn't, we didn't quite keep in touch. And um, yeah, this is near the end of January. Uh, I I heard about his death, and yeah, I uh, it was quite a shock to me, and I just regret not getting to know him more I would have liked to you know, I, I didn't really get to know any of his friends or family or anything you know, I, I saw their messages that they left on his wall on Facebook and um, yeah that, that was how I found out and I, I don't actually know those people because I, I, I just knew him you know, when, I, when I, was, I was doing that brief temp job so yeah uh, so this episode is dedicated to him my thoughts and prayers go out to his friends and family at this time um so yeah um this is for you richie um this week i'm gonna be talking about uh the doors that's the pod flick this one it's the oliver stone film with val kilmer what did i think of that well wait and see you'll, you'll hear my thoughts on that on that little biographical film there's a six-minute shout-out, as ever, and as ever, I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. You're going to have to wait and see. 
Um, and what does it say here? Uh, I like designing covers. Yeah. There's <laughs> going to be another ten minutes of me just talking about how I like to do things that involve drawing and being creative and kind of just going over the same old things. You know, not much new stuff there. <laughs> You know, we're 200 episodes in, I'm still talking about these little projects that I'm doing. Uh, well, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna have to move on. I think to uh, segment number one, which is Podflix, and like I said, uh, this week it is The Doors. So you'll hear my thoughts on this film, uh, and once I'm done, you will hear me reveal what the next film, the next Podflick, is going to be. We gotta be able to sing better than Dylan, man. Johnny's in the basement, mixing up the medicine. I'm on the pavement, thinking about the government. <laughs> well, let me hear your words. Let's swim to the moon. Uh-huh. Let's climb through the tide. Penetrate the evening that the city sleeps too high the story of the famous and influential 1960s rock band the doors and its lead singer and composer jim morrison from his days as a ucla film student in los angeles to his untimely death in paris france at the age of 27 in 1971 i will start by saying once again I found it quite hard to stay focused, and I'm I'm positive it wasn't the film. It wasn't that the film was, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I think I always get a bit, you know, on one hand, a good film should be able to keep you engaged, but very early on, I was going on Twitter and playing stuff on, the, on my iPad, and yeah, it, um, it happened throughout most of it. Uh, it was a two-hour, twenty-minute film. I suppose, in a way, I feel like that's a bit, bit more than it needs to be. I, I know that biopics um, can, can, you know, they, 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 they seem to need a lot of time to tell these kind of stories. If something's based on a true story, there's usually a lot to tell, a lot that you don't want. You know, it, it, it must be very hard to to think about removing parts or whatever but yeah uh so sometimes i think maybe it's because the film itself isn't trying hard enough to keep my my attention but i'm, I'm thinking because when i got my new telly i thought now i'm gonna be able to actually stay focused during these films but yeah it wasn't really the case after the first hour i ended up putting it on hold, and I thought, I'll come back to it tomorrow. And I, I have done that. I've now seen the rest. So, yeah, I have watched it all the way through. But, the, yeah, I, I really struggled to, to kind of keep my focus on what was happening. I think, because, one thing I will say is that this film does repeat itself a lot. I mean, I suppose it, it's 
keeping all the necessary parts in, you know. Um, I, um, I, I just think, you know, the, the, the you know, it could have been a there could have been a bit more variety because I I just feel like this is the type of the film type of film where okay when something happens that's unexpected like the vision of the Indian that Jim keeps seeing that's 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 interesting it's original I would have liked more of that I think because you know when you see them touring and all of those scenes it just looks like the same stuff you know they do weird things on stage. It was a big deal back then. It's very tame by today's standards. Obviously, this came out in 1991. So, yeah, this was 20 years after Morrison passed away. Um, Yeah, and... uh, So, so, yeah, I, I, I felt like, okay, yeah, it is interesting to see how, you know, even in 68, you know, you would have thought in the early 60s, you know, a lot of sensitivity about four-letter words and the subject of drugs and sex and all of that. Um, even in the late 60s, it turns out, um, you know, the doors were, you know, a bit too raunchy for some people and yeah, they're actually kind of controversial in that respect. These days, all bands are like that. <laughs> yeah, I suppose in 1991, even, all bands were like that. So, yeah, I, I, it, it was clearly... Um, yeah, um, it, was, it was going with that angle. That didn't seem... Like, maybe I need to watch it again. Maybe I need to watch it and pay full attention because I didn't quite see what... What the point of that was, like, yeah, they were, they were a con, uh, yeah, con- controversial band. <laughs> yeah, um, not good with words today. <laughs> I can be sometimes. Um, Val Kilmer did a pretty good job, I think. I actually have a bit of an interesting bit of trivia, um, because uh, I actually know how Val Kilmer got his first acting role, and some people aren't aware of this, but because um, he, he he is a singer, he does sing as well as act, um, and so yeah, when when he was, I suppose, in his early twenties or whatever, he was um, sending out a lot of demos, trying to get them passed around, trying to do something. I I don't know if he was actually looking for a record deal or looking into that um but you know because he was a performer he did you know musical work and acting um so yeah um for some reason he sent some of his demo tapes to the zucker brothers uh, the guys who did airplane and naked gun and all of that um and uh they listened, and because and they wanted to make at that point, they, they wanted to make a uh, like a sort of a spoof of the Elvis Presley films. They heard Val Kilmer's singing, and they thought, well, yeah, this guy can take this project seriously." And they ended up making a little film called Top Secret, um, 
which is a really funny film, by the way. Yeah, and you know that was his first acting role, and yeah, some people are aware of that. Um, I think because Top Secret is kind of overlooked, so yeah, I I would recommend that one. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, I I just think that's that's interesting because. I mean, I still don't know what what he was doing, sending his tapes to the Zucker brothers. I, I suppose he had a bit of a sense of humour, but they kind of got him to do the Leslie Nielsen thing of just being oblivious to the fact that he's in a comedy. And yeah. but anyway, so back to the Doors. Will I watch it again? No, I'm not going to bother. I'm not, I'm not going to bother watching it. <laughs> That's one thing I'll say for certain. I, 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 even if I felt like you know, as I say, it, maybe I didn't really give it a, a fair chance because you know, didn't really pay much attention. I've got other films to watch. You know, there's going to be another one next week. And I, by the way, I really have to make sure I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't watch this again. I would, I would be very happy to watch Top Secret. As I say, I think I'm, I'm just going to say that. That's um, that's what I think. Top Secret is probably the best Val Kilmer film out there. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, so that was The Doors, 1991, sorry. Um, and uh, it is now time for me to ask the question. Okay, internet, please tell me. What film will I be talking about in the next episode of the Beluga Tunes podcast? Ashens and the quest for the game child. 2013. Don't let your kids watch it! Right, it is time for the six minute shout out, so let's give that lucky wheel a spin. There it goes. It's still spinning. <laughs> this bit does take a little while, so I'll just talk over it. Uh, what's it going to land on? Is it going to be uh, a Facebook thing? Is it going to be a YouTube thing? Is it going to be a Facebook thing again? Or another a different Facebook thing? It's. it's it's an album. It's uh, Mouth Moods by Neil Cicerega. Um This is something that um, I, I suppose it's turned into a bit of a series. I think it was 2014. Um, Neil um, just uploaded a, a bunch of songs and... Um, It was just you know, a free download uh, of this. It, it was a mashup album. It was, it was done in kind of a mixtape style with um, lots of audio clips added in, and um, it, it was set to a theme. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the song "All Star" by Smash Mouth appears a lot in the album throughout the. The, the the run of that. the album when you play it from beginning to end yeah uh, why am I so bad at talking about things <laughs> I was like yeah when you when you play it, you listen to it from the beginning not that, that has anything to do with Smash Mouth <laughs> um, All Star and also Walking on the Sun I think he did an incredible remix of that song with um, Faster Better Stronger by Daft Punk. Uh, yeah, and it it, it was a laugh. I, I I remember listening to it and thinking this is this is quite a, a this is a rather humorous thing that, that, which he has produced and 
Yeah, I, I, it made me chuckle just just hearing the um, the it was just the randomness of it because you know, you, um, so 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 many mashup albums are you know they're they're fun to listen to, um, but this is this this is very tongue in cheek because the song choices are what make it funny. You know, it, it's kind of hard to describe, but you know, the, um, anyway. So that was uh, mouth sounds. The first one. I don't think I, I don't think I said that. That was when I was talking about mouth sounds. Uh, yeah, um, and a few months after that, uh, mouth silence followed it. So at this point, it's like, oh, he's, he's done another one. So I listened to that, and that one was brilliant. I think because I, as I say, I, I I kind of chuckled at to mouth sounds, um, and I didn't really think much of it. I, I don't think I. Had, I hadn't downloaded it at that point. When I heard Mouse Silence, I actually thought, you know, I'm actually really enjoying this. It it it's it is it's clearly tongue in cheek, but yeah, um I I actually feel like I could listen to this over and over again, so I downloaded that. I then downloaded Mouth Sounds and listened to that one properly and I was like, Yeah, these are both these are really cool, you know. Um apparently this thing was <laughs> quite big um, in like the early two thousands, people would do do these, you know, mash two songs together that no one would ever imagine would go together, and they, and then it sort of kind of worked, you know. So I, I think apparently Neil is is kind of paying homage to that that kind of phenomenon that that was was a thing once. But he he does a really good job in doing this kind of doing this this mixtape mashup stuff um so yeah uh it seemed for a while i suppose the thing is about, about mouth silence i think because silence um indicates um there is no smash mouth on it it's mouth silence you see yeah so there's, there's an absence of smash mouth on that one so yeah it, it seemed like he'd, he'd he had these two pairings you know um, it seemed like that was where he was going to to finish where where, where it was going where it was all going to end. Uh, but quite recently, um, Mouth Moods came out. This is the new one, and it's amazing. I I love it. I I, I I'm not I'm not sure which one which one is my favourite, but um, this one has some some, some standout. Uh, uh, experiments <laughs> there's floor corn which is brilliant because it's um popcorn by hot butter um and uh what was the group that did bodies i've completely forgotten now i, I was never a fan i'm, I'm, I'm just going to check because um say hello to a new era of mental health care Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. 
We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Give me a second. Oh, new Phelous video. I'll check that out at some point. Uh... So yeah, let the bodies hit the floor, let the bodies hit the floor. That's, that's what it sounds like, that's what this... Uh, um, drowning pool, that was it. Yeah, drowning pool. It's taken this long just to get to, to talk about one of the songs on the album. Look at that, I've already hit six minutes. Uh, there's also, I also really like Annoyed Grunt. What else do I like? Busting that that was already a classic because Neil did a video of that that came out a year ago or something. Like that. Um, Tiger, which is uh, Eye of the Tiger and uh, Tony the Tiger mixed together. Um, <laughs> Smooth. That one's that's Michael Jackson and the Bare Naked Ladies and Santana. Um, Wow Wow is really funny. That's a remix of the Wild Wild West. And yeah, just. Um, yeah, I haven't been able to give it a proper review because I just spent so much time talking about the other two albums. But yeah, it's worth checking out. You know, I'm recommending it this week. Um, you can find it on SoundCloud. You can also download it for free. If you go to Neil's website. I've got to tell you. Neil Sis, I think, is his. Uh, Website. Just type in Neil and Sis C I C. You should find it. You'll find your way. Just Google Mouth Moods, and it should be the top result. Free download. Uh, well worth listening to. But you said he was all right. Yes, he's lost his left hand, so he's going to be all right. Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir. Do you know what the fump is? The what? The Fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the Fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's Flubber. The Fump. What is the Fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. 
The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from The Dr. Demento Show, including The Great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. I'll just let you know that I've done a few test recordings and um, the, the, the audio seemed a bit choppy, like it, it, it wasn't, um, you know, it sort of jumped around a bit um, with the test. So uh, apologies if, if that happens at all during this one. It should, should be too bad, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I was thinking um, at the end of the year, sometimes... I'm talking about this again <laughs> when it gets to the end of the year um, the plans I make for the new year um, unsurprisingly I don't always stick to them um, and and here's how I feel like you know a lot of the time it's just you know I make some very specific plans so I think like 2017 is coming up that year is going to be all about this and then, um, but I would say what tends to happen is I'll abandon those plans for other things, like things that are just a bit more practical or just you know just just seem to make more sense. Because um, one thing I found is that I I do love to draw if I'm drawing what I feel like drawing, and I suppose this is another thing that I'm just just repeating. Really, it's, it's hard to put yourself in a position where you, you're doing what you want to do. But yeah, I. I now feel like this year is going to be all about focusing more on what it is that I like to do, kind of in the moment, um, because, you know, I, I don't always know exactly um, what kind of phase I'm going to go through, because recently I had a go at drawing some of, um, I sort of looked up um, some, some of Gerald Scarf's artwork, um, specifically the work he did for Pink Floyd's The Wall and those characters like the teacher and the mother and yeah um, if you haven't seen those look them up on Google Images they're, they're, they're very um, what's the word <laughs> grotesque in, <laughs> in the best possible way because you know Gerald Scarf was a political cartoonist so yeah it's that kind of um, very crude looking exaggerated pictures and yeah um I've been listening to The Wall quite a lot and um, yeah, just, just that music, I, I suppose because I, I, I really find concept albums um, somehow very uh, inspiring. It always motivates me to, to think about you know, kind of putting visuals to music. So I looked at the kind of visual stuff that Gerald Scarf came up with. Um, it's, it's very freaky and it's very, very creative. And, and yeah, I, um, I've really just been having a go at copying his stuff. But this, I think, is, uh, as, as I still don't do an awful lot of fan art, I'm kind of sticking to original stuff. But it's really good to make, make time to, 
look at other artists and have a go because I, I found that if from copying a drawing right it's not a complete waste of time because um here's the thing um it doesn't always look that good if you're trying too hard to make it accurate to make it look a lot like the original if you're um you know, it's it's funny how out of proportion something can get if you're really trying to go for accuracy, or you know, at least that's my experience. And I'm finding that um, as I, you know, I generally don't tend to you know hit bullseyes when I copy an, a a drawing that I found on Google Images when I'm having a go at drawing that I um. I can use this to my advantage. I can think about how would I draw this? What looks good to me? Um, because, you know, I, I'm using my, my own hand, my own pencil. <laughs> um, how can I create my own version of it? One that's sort of... That's, it's sort of a mixture of my style and the style of this other artist. Um, and it, it, it's been a lot of fun because, um, I mean, I, I didn't think, you know, that I, I thought that Gerald Scarf's style would be something that's out of my comfort zone. But I, I had to go sketching away and um, I think I'm, I'm getting a lot more into very exaggerated drawings because I put so many restrictions on my original characters and the stuff that I do with Blue Weekly and all of that. Um, and I think because I, I always admired the Simpsons and the, the artists who, who do all the, the drawings and, and animation for that, because it's not that they, they don't really exaggerate an awful lot, and um, it's, it's quite interesting looking at um, sort of very very, very grown-up um, cartoons that don't do the whole Looney Tune stuff. But because I, you know, I've spent so much time doing the, the the more restricted, kind of disciplined drawings, uh, I feel like yeah, I, I've got to have a go at doing these more outlandish, exaggerated things. I suppose John Crickfalusi obviously did a lot of that. It was it was. I, I don't, I'm not entirely sure what his influence was, but yeah, um, yeah, I. I did have a go drawing Ren and Stimpy one time, and that was fun. I, I actually I traced it. I have to be honest. It was, it was actually when I was um, working out how to use my tablet because I, was, you know, the first time I got my tablet, it was like, this is great. It's just I need lot, you know, I need lots of practice because it's completely different to drawing directly onto paper. And yeah, um, as a way of uh, experimenting and. and practicing using a, a tablet I just got some images of Google images and had a go at tracing them doing my own outlines using a tablet and yeah um, that turned out to be a pretty good exercise I think um, I gained a lot out of that uh, I mean also <laughs> when I switched to using my tablet for Beluga Weekly um, I got progressively better over time so I just made it so that uh, I, I wouldn't you use any other means for doing, for doing Beluga Weekly as, as it's an ongoing thing. I can develop a lot more skills if I, you know, just apply them to each one. But yeah, um, so I'm, I'm looking into, cause, and I'm also really 
enjoying um, just the the concept of designing things like covers for record sleeves. Again, I suppose <laughs> listening to Pink Floyd has really <laughs> inspired me to think about um, doing that. And yeah, um, I think I, I did mention this before. That iTunes now makes it so that you can add your own images to your own playlists. So if you've got a photo or a drawing or anything of your own that you want to um, use as a, as a kind of illustration or like a um, a label, um, and it's yeah, you know, it's quite fun if you put together a lot of playlists in iTunes that are like little compilation albums or have like a a theme to them, you know, and you can have a, a drawing that illustrates that theme. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, it is it. it it's helping me to sort of use music as a way of just knowing what to draw. <laughs> That's always been an obstacle. I think there's something about listening to music. It just uh, it helps me realise what it is that I want want to draw. It's funny. So I've 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 basically I've I've said that in many different ways. <laughs> I think <laughs> pretty sure I have on, on this this podcast. But yeah, so um, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing Beluga Weekly. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm definitely going to come up with because you know when, when I came up with Cow's Play, that turned out to be a great way of doing more experiments and things. And yeah, um, it, it I'm, I'm finding that certain things like I mean that's an example of something that I do find genuinely enjoyable, and I can do it regularly. You know, I can bring these out each week and by the way i i am meaning to bring it back quite soon i think i'm not entirely sure because uh, uh, next month i believe i believe next month is um world book day and i did a world book day cows play last year so i'm probably going to do the same this year I'm, I'm, i think i've decided which one which book i'm going to go for I won't spoil it now but yeah i think that will be the first one of, uh, of this of this year this year's um Cow's play illustrations. Yeah, uh, so be inspired. <laughs> That's the uh, message here. Um, <laughs> so um, as, when I said designing just now, a lot of that I'm doing in uh, Photoshop and just seeing what I can do using the shape tool and putting together shapes and effects and just sort of see how I can build up on something very basic and that sort of thing, and this this sort of thing does look very good um, on book, book covers. I've, I've certainly found that. So yeah, we'll, we'll see where where that that takes me. You pressed you, referring to me. That is incorrect. The correct answer is you. Well, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. So uh, there there is just time for me to mention the comic book club. Um, which takes place the third Thursday of each month. Yeah, um, it starts at 7pm and ends at 10, uh, roughly. <laughs> and it, it, it's at the um, at the at the Alex in Southampton, the Alexander Beer Emporium. For more details, go to the Comic Book Club Facebook page. That's the uh, Southampton Comic Book Club. Um Go check it out. Find out more over there. Um, yeah, um, my website is www.belugatoons.com. 
B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S. I um, don't have much to say. Uh, there's the Red Bubble store, bluegatoons.redbubble.com for t-shirts and things like that. Yeah, this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, SoundCloud and Deezer. Uh, yeah, the, the, there's also a Twitter for the Bluegatoons podcast at Pod for updates and things like that. And I, I haven't been on there for a while. I should, should probably do that. <laughs> should uh, work something out. But yeah. Um, so was, was there anything I? Yeah, I, I think um, as I said when I when I was doing the six minute shout out. Um, I didn't spend quite so much time talking about mouth moods because uh, I was uh, I was actually saying quite a lot of things about the, uh, the previous two albums that Neil uh, uploaded. Yeah, uh, what was I going to talk about? Oh, dude, that now is going. <laughs> um, Yeah, I I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's much really I, I I can say right now. Um, yeah, I was was going to say anything else about the doors. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, it's it's hard this because I you know I'm not um, I'm not recording these segments day by day anymore, so. I actually can't remember. Was there was there anything I was going to add? I don't know. Um, yeah. Here's the thing. I I I, I think I, I'm I'm going to try and make it so maybe i'll just do record all the segments in one day or something i don't know i can't i can't really think can't really think straight right now but yeah thank you very much for listening yeah i'm sorry i just i've got i've got to work things out for a start i've got to record these when i'm not tired because i i'm I'm not actually that tired but as it's kind of getting to the end of an end of my day my working day yeah I'm, i'm having difficulty processing things in my head and so yeah thanks for bearing with me this week it, it, it's, it's been a bit of a yeah um bit of a weary 200th episode but yeah do join me for two, 201 when i will be talking about um what was the thing called i've got to remind myself on the title uh ashens and the quest for the game child that will be the pod flick in the next episode um that will come out whenever because yeah this is this is how things are now i don't don't know what day i don't know what time but yeah at some point there'll be a a new episode where i talk about that so yeah there you go uh thanks a lot guys uh take care everybody and bye-bye Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. 
And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.